Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Time now for KJ and Dondero with KJ Carson and Mark Dondero on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. KJ and Don Darrow, good Sunday to you. Thank you so much for hanging out. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Mark, good Sunday to you. And the Red Sox are in a countdown. KJ, what's up, brother? How you, you been? Man, I'm wonderful, man. Hey, you know what? You know, I, kudos to you, man. You were doing the family time thing yesterday. I get like a text from you in the middle of the night, and my wife is like asking me like something serious. I'm like, trust me, it's Mark texting me. Sorry so. about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was but on the look, road, family, yep, doing a bunch but, of stuff. But look, just the same way that you were doing something important with the family, and I was answering some important questions about my phone going off. Let's play the Sam Kennedy cut from earlier this week here on WEEI about the countdown that the Red Sox are in. Injuries are a part of the game. We, we just got to keep going, keep grinding. We've got nine games before the deadline, and, and I'm just being honest and direct. They're huge. These are huge games, these three. And we've got two against the Braves, a couple uh, against the Giants and the Mariners. Uh, we got to go out and, and show that, that we're in this thing. Mark? Yeah. We are now down to seven games left, and last night could have been the turning point for the Ugly had they lost that second game against Max Scherzer which they did night, they won 8-6. Do you think that the Sox are in a situation where if they show poorly, let's say, tonight and in the Atlanta series, it's sell time? Yes. Um, but can I just say something real quick before we kind of get big picture and just react to those comments by Sam Kennedy? Yeah. Those comments piss me off. Why? Okay, because it's true. Injury, it is true. Okay, it is true. But you know why that's the reality for the Red Sox right now? It's because you've invested, and I know we're going back ways, but you invested so heavily in a very, very, very injury-prone man in Chris Sale. Okay, and it's because you've you've accumulated a lack of depth within your pitching staff that has put you in this position. So I don't really feel like hearing about, oh, it's a, injuries are a part of the game, and that's why we have an opener going tonight. I need, I don't look the guy up. I barely heard. I, I didn't Bernardino? Even know, yeah. yeah. It's the biggest game of the year. You're going He's the warm-up the, act. It's going to do his eight you're songs. You're going for the series win on Sunday Night Baseball. <laughs> Your season hanging in the balance. The guy, Sam Kennedy, said as much. They're trying to win. They're trying to convince themselves that they need to be seller, or buyers at the, at the trade deadline. Yeah. And you've got... This opener going, why? Because you don't have depth, because the guy you invested in to be your ace, your star, your starter, all those things, has been injury-prone his entire career, and you you got in bed with him long-term. 
So that's why I'm not interested in those comments. Yes, injuries are a part of the game, but they're more part of the game for some guys than others, and you signed up for the guy that makes it a big part of his game. So that annoys me. Okay, wait, so, so I'm done so with the excuses. Go out wait, there, find wait, a way to win. So, Mark, do you think he's really inferring more of Trevor's story, who's only played, what, 94 of about 200-something games? So we're talking about a guy who's paid maybe about 35% of the games that he's here. So you know what's going on with Chris Sale because it's been a recurring situation at least for the last three years in different forms. So I don't know if he's really referring to that as much as, hey, if fans, if you think about going to run and go get a bat, because sometimes people that think what you need first, I don't think that's the case here, that Trevor Story will be back, so there's not going to be this chase for a big bat. And arms is going to cost you is just a matter of what you're willing to give up to get those arms. I, I, I don't know if you give up a whole lot to get you. You're not going to get a star arm. You're, you should not be in the in the race for Scherzer. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be calling about Verlander or those guys. You're probably looking at a couple more spot guys. What's going on with the spot guys that are kind of already in there? It's just what it is, Mark. They need to find a way to win. I mean, it, yeah, you're right. It is what it is right now. But this is the time. I, you know, the excuses, all the different things that you could talk about and everything I just said is as, as annoying as it is, it's out the window. You've got to find a way to rise up and win. They lost three in a row. Now, credit to them. They weren't going to panic. That's what they said. That's what Tristan Cassis was talking about. They came out. He had a great game, and they won the game. They, a game they have really needed to have. Must win, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you're going to find a way to be buyers at the deadline if you lose two of three to Oakland, then follow that up by losing two of three to the lowly Mets at home. Because then you have the Braves coming in. Obviously, they're the best team in baseball. Now, it's a two-game series. If you sweep them, you might, I guess, get your mojo back a little bit. But it's not. you've got to do it now. You've got to do it tonight. You've got to, you know, somebody. Here's what encourages me. I, I think it was huge, huge that James Paxson went out last night and did what he did. That is yeah. huge for this team because he did not do that. Because scouts were there looking at him as well, just in case if it was a loss, to be like, hey, what do you want to do with James Paxton? So it, it, everything is like, that's why I say Sam Kennedy is dead on, right? If they're not, he's telling you there are nine games to the trade deadline. And so in those nine games, you have to be at least a five and four, six and three team. And on top of that, you're going to be playing, like, I don't even think sweeping the Braves means that you have to. That, you know, all things are off now because I think if you split with the Braves because it's a two game series and they are the best team in the league, you got to get one of those games. You got to get two of three from San Francisco. And now you're looking at next Friday with two more days left into the deadline. Mm-hmm. And you're still within earshot of Toronto, who you have owned, and you're only two games behind them in the wild card. So I believe you have to still think that you're a buyer as long as you're within three games of Toronto. You've got to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd like them to be. Um, because it, it, with the the Boston Red Sox, you should never be completely out of it. You should never be completely desperate. Last year, they were completely barren wasteland of talent. When you're the Boston Red Sox, because if it doesn't work out and you buy and it and it goes south, well then you just buy next year. You buy in the offseason. You keep buying and you keep contending. Now this team hasn't done that. That really hasn't been the mo of the World Series champions recently, or the or at least the teams that have contended and have right, been there, big. some of the best teams in the league. Right, Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta, Tampa, Baltimore this year, but... Baltimore may buy big. They they just might. They may be the one team that would say, you know what, we want to rent Shohei Otani for two months. If we can just get that excitement. They, they should. 
And I think because you wonder, like, if Baltimore gets into the playoffs, would they have the yips? Would suddenly we see, like, the last 10 or so year Baltimore team show up suddenly? So I think they do want some type of star power, and they got a ton of people all over their farms. You know, that's just nothing but a bunch of farmhands that have kindly made it on the team. So, but I think if you're the Red Sox, you don't overshoot your skis in buying because let's just call it what it is. The, the, the game plan is get to that third wild card, get a shot against the AL Central champion, and then see what shakes out to you. You might catch a, a still declining Tampa, or you might catch a, a Baltimore team that's kind of like, hey, we're just happy to be here. So I, I, I think that the, the Red Sox aren't in bad of a shape as it kind of feels like or it felt like a couple of days ago. Yeah, it's not good losing two out of three in Oakland when I, I personally thought the people who had their days off should have had it off the the getaway day on that day game. Mm-hmm. And with this Mets situation, you got to win tonight. Think about it. Before the trade deadline, the Red Sox are on national TV three times. So that's another piece of it as well. Like, please don't be embarrassing on national television because that might speed things up. I'm not as hung up on the national television thing. Um you know, I guess it, it is. It's you a, you a think note, you think what you saw Alfaro do yesterday, throwing to second and a half base, and, and pretty much creating a little league home run. But but again, so here we go. <laughs> what Alfaro? Like who the hell is Alfaro? This is the this is the monster you've created. It's these types <laughs> yeah. of players that are coming in and doing these types of things in this type of spot. Okay, right. now and and the other thing about that play, if you really broke it down, and I took I took a picture and posted it to Twitter. If he just stayed at home, right, it almost looked like Pete Alonso would have been dead to rights. Now, I don't right. know. It might have been close, but it certainly looked bang, bang, because in the picture I posted, he came out to get the ball. You know, the ball was in his glove, and Alonso was 7, 10 feet up the line just getting into his slide. If he had stayed at home, if the throw was on line, you might have had that play at the plate. You might have got him out, and you would have had a tie game end of the inning. That, so, I didn't understand that. So I'm not mad at the the, the Jaron Duran throw. I you, sometimes you know how it is as an outfielder. It's bang bang right now. Yeah, bang, he missed you, the cutoff you, man, but he might have had the guy. But he might have had him at home. Right. I thought it was a throw that could have competed for the play at home, like you're saying. But then when Alfaro steps ahead of home plate and thinks about throwing it, I mean you've got it. I mean you could one hop it to second and have a better chance of getting Pete Alonso than throwing it, I don't know, back to the scoreboard almost. So this is where I am concerned about the Red Sox is there you can you be putting players in there and this is where Alex Cora is stuck and this is where Heim Bloom is going to you know find himself on the carpet about some things is players like an Alfaro or some of the decisions that are being made or some of the the errors that are happening out there. Are these the things you want to hang your hat on over these next seven games? to determine whether this team is going to be kind of stripped or added to where that's kind of been the narrative at least three of the five years that Hein Bloom is here? Like, hey, man, add something, man. These guys got to add something, add something. This is one of those chances where you don't have to add a whole lot to get to your destination. No one thinks this is a World Series team, but the way it hits, the way it scores runs, it may be able to shock some people once you get into the playoffs. You know, once you once you get deep in maybe to the ALCS, you know, if I think of, you know, just from a historic perspective, that Oakland A's machine that had like Conseco and McGuire and Parker and Dave Henderson, they were supposed to mow down everybody and the Reds virtually with like Chris Sabo and Eric Davis swept them. So anything can happen once you get them on the field. I think it's just a situation where the Red Sox are in a situation like, look, just 
compete in these games, add a couple of small pieces. Maybe there's an arm out there that's not going to cost you a lot. It might, you know, maybe Duvall, maybe Kike Hernandez is someone that you feel like you could part with. Maybe another utility infielder who could switch hit or hit from the left side. These are things that are not going to cost you a lot, and you have pieces to give these, you know, to get those type of pieces. So, I, I, so here's again, what I'm going to say. So yeah. the Red Sox right now they're 52 and 47. Okay, right. whether or not you want to call that comfortably over 500, that's up to you. I'm going to say that I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb, be nice, and I'm going to say they are now comfortably for now over 500. Okay, yes. I think the reason that they were able to get to that point, in large part, and it's obvious, has been. The performances of Brian Bayo and James Paxton. Okay. Right. I think that they have really been able to stabilize the culture of this team and the demeanor of this team through their quality starts. Okay. That's a huge thing. And I think that is at the foundation of what air quotes turned around this Red Sox season, the way they're pitching and playing. Now, recently, very disappointingly, they had bad outings. Okay. You had a, I mean, Bayo, a two nothing lead in Oakland. And you find a way to give up three home runs, was it? And you lose that game, and that was a bad loss because that ultimately lost you that series. And then before that, you could have swept the Cubs and James Paxton put up a stinker. That's why it's huge for last night. Obviously, the Red Sox had to have it. That's right. what your best pitchers do. They're stoppers. When you have to have it, they come up. They they play well, pitch well, and you win the game. Red Sox did that last night. Paxton got his mojo back. And then it's got to be this. It's got to be a win tonight. And then it's got to be Brian Bayo getting the ball against the very good, the best team in baseball, Braves, and having a good outing and re-solidifying what he's been doing recently for this Red Sox team while getting a win. That is so huge. That's why last night was huge. Obviously, tonight with the opener, Bernardino, and then on Tuesday <laughs> with Bayo, huge, not just to get the win over a good Braves team, but to reestablish the, the culture that you created with Paxton and Bayo, sort of your one-two. That would go a long way for this team in the micro as they try to surge toward this trade deadline and be buyers. KJ and Don Darrow, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Do you believe the Red Sox should be thinking about buying possibly selling, maybe sitting still. What do they do? Also on the text line, 37937. Get your comments in. Right now it's time to trend with Justin Turpin. Yeah. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The rubber match between the Red Sox and Mets will take place from Fenway Park tonight at 710. Joe Castiglione and Will Fleming have the call right here on the Shaw's and Star Market WEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's perfecting the art of fresh. It'll be Brendan Bernardino getting the start in a bullpen game for the Sox. He'll be opposed by Carlos Carrasco from New York. Mark Dondero gets you set with the Mass Mutual pregame show at 610. Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. Let's go. In other Sox news, according to The Athletic, the Los Angeles Dodgers and San Francisco Giants have interest in a potential Kike Hernandez trade ahead of the August 1st trade deadline. The Patriots hosted veteran running backs Leonard Fournette and Daryl Henderson on free agent visits last week, but according to ESPN's Mike Reese, no signing is imminent. However, Reese adds the sides could always revisit in the future. And the New England Revolution played the New York Red Bulls to a 0-0 draw on Saturday night in what was their first match of the 2023 League Cup. The Revs bring home one point after falling 4-2 in a, shot, a shootout. They'll be back in action Wednesday night. I'm Justin Turpin. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to KJ and Don Darrow on Boston Sports Original, WEEI. This is a roster that um, is was built to compete uh, in a very, very tough division. We've made significant investment into this team. John Henry and Tom Warner are always going to do that. I don't think you want to make a trade at the trade deadline just to make a trade. I think you want to make a deal to bolster uh, what you have if, if you need to, if you have holes. I think we're two or three games out of a wild card spot. Obviously not where we want to be, but recognizing we've got 40% of the schedule remaining, um, we've got the potential post-trade deadline for three impact starters to come back hopefully in the month of August in, in Witt and Tanner and Chris Sale and then, you know, fingers crossed, but we might have Trevor Story coming back sooner than later, an impact arm in the bullpen and John Schreiber. So it, it's frankly, it's much more important that we get those guys back healthy. KJ and Don Darrow, WEEI, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Don't forget, Red Sox pregame show at 615 from the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio, which is brought to you by your Ford dealers. Pick up and delivery sweepstakes. Stakes, visit redsox.com slash Ford Sweeps to enter for your chance to be picked up and delivered to the Ford Clubhouse and attend a Red Sox game that could be in the middle of the playoff hunt. Mark that Sam Kennedy saying, look, as long as we're in this in the shadow of the last wild card and the way that Tampa's playing, that could be you might be in the shadow of two wild cards. Why would you make a move just to make a move for move's sake? Well, I mean, hey, maybe it'll be a better player that you bring in that could help you win games or an arm that could help you win. I mean, I'm sorry. Didn't the Red Sox once upon a time, (laughs) haven't the Red Sox made moves in the past at the deadline that have helped them win or maybe win the World Series? Has that ever happened before? I can't remember. Can somebody help me? Yeah, that, that has happened, but has, has this happened in the current administration? Well, I mean, I mean, there's a difference. Well, I guess, but I'm just saying, if you had opportunities to make trades 
that go on to help you win the World Series. Okay, I can think of almost, I mean, the only one that really jumps out that I can't think of one off the top of my head is 2007. But obviously I think of the Nomar trade. Way before this administration, yeah. Well, I understand that, but I'm just looking at, I mean, championship teams oftentimes win World Series because of moves they make at the deadline or midseason. I mean, go back as recently as the Atlanta Braves a few years ago when they picked up Eddie Rosario. And he was a star. But star. Mark, is this a, is this a championship team? You you can honestly say those teams of the early two thousands were always on the on the cusp of. You probably know what I mean? not. It probably right. isn't. So but you, I mean, if you're, what are you going to say? If you if you're going to be a buyer, okay. If you're going to be a buyer and and you think you can make the playoffs or you're in line to make the playoffs, you have to operate as if you're a championship team. There has you? to be. You know, you have to have some type of realism. Like I said, I think the, the map is clear. Get to that third wild card. You feel like you can compete against the third worst or the worst division winner, which would most likely be Minnesota. Let other things happen and factors that may be that can cause Tampa to be in slippage. Baltimore may not be as shiny in the tooth. Texas, yeah, they look great on paper and they've done very well, but they haven't been to this spot before. So, again, you do have some type of – and at the other part of it, you might say, hey, is Chris Sale available once you get to the playoffs, even if he can eat up some of the innings in the current eat em up inning situation that we're in now with the pitching staff. And I think that goes to Sam Kennedy's comments of like, hey, look, you know, guys who are injured coming back from injury are, are still kind of a transactional thing. Is Trevor's story become your DH? It, like, this is why you may be hearing Kit Gay's name being banded about with the Dodgers and possibly San Francisco because you say, hey, if we still roll with Yu Chang defensively as the shortstop, but Trevor Story is in there as a DH, then goodbye, Swiss Army Knife. We we don't necessarily need you unless you're going to play second. And right now, you're not getting any more out of Kike than you are out of Christian Arroyo. So I don't know if you have to go and say, we've got to go make a championship move right now in free agency in the offseason. Absolutely. That's my theory about Otani. But you're at a situation now where. I think it's better for the Red Sox to be in this position now than, say, be in first place and feel like people are chasing you and make a desperate move to go get Otani and give up pieces that would help any situation where Otani would be here. Yeah. So I think, so yeah, look, the, the Sox are better than people expected them to be. Like, you can clearly say that this Red Sox team, unless there's a complete disaster, are going to finish at least 500. Most, you know, betters thought it was going to be considerably less. So the team is better than expected. This is a lot like 21. They're better than expected, but this time you don't have to go get something big where, you know, back in 21, nobody could go for like five and a third. Now it's like, okay, you your, your middle relievers are much better than they were a couple years ago. You do trust Crawford. You wonder how Hauk is when he comes back. You know, you, you like what you're getting out of Whitlock. You know, Pavetta has shown himself to be even more valuable in his role. So you do have guys who have stepped up over the last couple of years that don't have the disaster of that middle relief situation. It's now just who can come in and throw like four or five innings. Yeah. I, I'm tired of hearing about Shohei Otani. I mean, he's a great player, but everybody keeps talking about like he's going to come in and be the difference maker on a championship team. They've won nothing in L.A. Nothing. I'm, ta- I'm talking about in free agency, and that becomes more – Oh, that's tied with the business as well, right? If you want a feel-good situation about the Red Sox, which some fans haven't had over the last couple of years, oh, Shohei Itani makes that feel really good. Yeah, it so, feels good. Listen, just real quick to address a 401 <laughs> texter. 
Okay, he's mad. He's all upset because I called Chris Sale injury prone even prior to his time with the Red Sox. If you, you look at his personal. numbers, right, fine. He wasn't injury prone. Texter. If you look at his numbers, every year, even in Chicago, he wilted down the stretch. His numbers in September, August, September, and even October, whenever he made the playoffs, not nearly as good or as productive as when he was early in the season. Okay? That's been his MO. He wears down, he breaks down. So maybe he wasn't injured, but the guy has worn down basically every year of his career, dating back to his time with Chicago, and the Red Sox knew that, and they still gave him the money. Or or the other side of it, even though you don't pay him this way, he ramped up a couple of years ago and was very vital to the run in 21 when he came back. So I'm not here to be a Chris Sale defender or detractor. I'm just saying that, hey, look, he's disappeared and not been there at the beginning, but he's also shown himself to show up towards the end. So let's say you... Chris Sale comes back in the current pitching staff that it is right now. You would say, all right, I feel better about the middle relief. I don't have Hansel Robles and guys like that and Sour Mara running out there to just absolutely destroy things. I, you, you now have a pitching staff that if they can give you five, six solid innings, you believe that now there's, I kind of believe a little bit like maybe the middle relief maybe a little bit stronger than even when you put Kenley Jansen out there at this point. So, again... Chris Sale, there are ways you could still creatively make him useful when he comes back, and I think that might be what Sam Kennedy is alluding at, is like, look, Chris Sale, no one has said that he's done for the season, but he can offer something when he comes back. Sure, he can offer, I mean, if he could pitch like he did during a stretch this year, that would offer a lot in late September or October. If it was just a month before he gets hurt again, tripping over a cat. But I'm just saying, <laughs> why can't you? A cat is more dangerous than a bicycle. The biggest okay? thing we could t- the ship has sailed. Okay, whether Shohei Otani, no I don't even want to hear his name. But that's okay? after the season. Yeah, Let's right, just that's after go, the season. But even if you're buyers, yes, you could add somebody to the starting rotation, which I would like them to do. I, I don't know if it's a Jake Peavy type of thing. Um, I don't see them going out and getting the Steve Pierce, who becomes the MVP of the World Series. Right. I, I just think all those things maybe. You add an arm. I just wish they would add an arm in terms of a starting pitcher that could be good enough. Maybe like take, a JP Sears in Oakland, right? You look at team in Oakland in yeah. a playoff game. That's what I want. Six I want, one seven. Go ahead. Six well, one seven. Go ahead. Are you gonna let me go ahead. Or are you gonna say the number? <laughs> well, I mean, the number is more important, probably. But we gotta okay, say, say the number. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Text line three seven ninety three seven. Let's go to John in New Hampshire, who's been waiting. John, thanks for calling KJ and Dondero. Good Sunday to you, my man. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Um, you know, I, I just really don't think Chris Sale has the durability to go back into a starting role. I, I want to see him become the Dennis Eckersley of the Red Sox of 2023. You know, he, use him for one, two, three innings. That's, that's all he's proven that he can do. He just doesn't have the durability. I mean, it, it, there's no reason why you would put him back in a starting role only to have him do what, three, maybe four starts, and then all of a sudden he's got an injury? I just think it'd be interesting to see him uh, you know, in, in a, some type of late innings relief role. What yeah. do you think? Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. said this 16 months ago, John. Yeah, and, we said the same thing, yep. Andrew Miller, or whatever you want to say. Look, at this point, I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but all you're trying to do at this point is get him back healthy and then hope that he can, he's not going to be this guy. He's not going to be Josh Beckett 07 or, you know, any of those guys. But can you get him to a point where when he comes in, 
And when he's healthy, he's effective for beginnings, playoff innings, late game, late season innings in the regular season with the playoffs on the line. That's all you want. Have him healthy, have him out there, and have him effective in beginnings. I think that might be realistic. Obviously, I mean, he was signed up to be the horse. Right. He's never going to be that. But like by 110 pitches. Yeah, he's never going to be that. But he can, even though it happened a couple times this he year, he can find out. He can find a role where he could, yes, be a long reliever or. You know, a guy that eats up a bunch of innings or, you know, maybe a starter that for a couple outings comes up big and pitches. I, I don't know. He could do that, though. He's not going to be the Chris Sale he signed up to. I be. think Chris Sale is the guy you say, what is sixty? What do 65 pitches from him look like? Right? It, if if you don't necessarily start him, but if someone gets, you know, a little bit rocked or it looks troubling in maybe the first or second inning, you're like, okay, 60 pitches in a bad situation, Sale is probably three innings. In a good situation, he could probably take it to the sixth or the seventh. So I wonder if that's the idea behind when Chris Sale comes back, like, look, we don't want to put you out there on the mound to start a game, and you're you're immediately having trouble, and now we only have maybe one guy we can go to, say, Pavetta, who can pick up your mess if it starts in the second inning. But if you come in and you can shut down either what was going on in that inning and then come back in that next inning and your stuff is there because everything is predicated on – do you are you still scared of Chris Sale's fastball enough that his slider is still effective, right? When that fastball starts to float and stays up, mm-hmm. his slider doesn't mean anything. It's never going to get to the feet. But if he's a guy that comes in and he's able to, you know, let's just say he comes in in a two-out situation, maybe in the second or third, gets a guy out with that slider, now that slider looks a little more intimidating because it was able to end some type of rally. Just the psychologic, you know, the the, the psychology of baseball that goes on. So that's why I can't necessarily say, oh, Chris Sale is through because the other part of it is who takes his contract? Who takes it? Yeah, no, I hear you. Right. So there. that's why I say Sam Kennedy is right, that there are guys still on this team. Like Trevor Story really still smells like a new car. You know what I mean? Like he still has the new car smell to him. That's how, that, that, that's how unused he is here. So that's something you have to see, at least even with the bat. You know, look, Yoshida's come through, Verdugo's come through, Devers has turned it around, Cassis is starting to make you forget about the last two years at first. Remember Franchi Cordero? That was a real conversation. So those things are over. If anything, it's just been the defense that's been disappointing with the errors. The bats can disappear at times, but they're still top seven, top five, I think, in terms of runs. So you have something there. I just don't believe that... It has to be a big spend to say we're a superstar, we need a superstar, or we need something big. I just say go get something, like you said, an arm. Get to that get to that series with, with, with Minnesota. You believe you could win that one. Now next you might either have potentially Baltimore, maybe Tampa on a downslide, maybe even a Texas team. You want to stay away from Houston, they know how these things are figured out. So, I, again, I don't think they're in such a bad position as it may feel. No. But I'm I'm telling you, the biggest thing for the Red Sox, it's not what they do with the trade deadline. I mean, obviously, if they sell, that's a big deal. Right. But it's not about, ooh, they acquire this impact player or the bats are struggling or the bats are hot. It comes down to, to me, Brian Bayo and James Paxson. Are they going to continue to be the one-two punch that they've acted like the last handful of starts, month, whatever it's been, because that not only is the production on the field absolutely necessary, but it changes the mentality of the team. And whenever Bayo starts, 
I thought it was going to be Tuesday. I'm not sure if it's Tuesday or Wednesday against Atlanta. That yeah. is a huge start. That's arguably the biggest start of the season for him and the Red Sox. If he can just show up and pitch well, obviously you need a win, but if he can pitch well and establish himself after what Paxton was able to do to bounce back and reestablish himself, that is huge because then all of a sudden teams around the league are looking at you like you got these two guys that you have to account for. And that's a thing when you get into the playoffs. All of a sudden, the pitching staff looks a lot better when you have two foundational pieces like that pitching at the top of their game. Then Sale can come in and do his little thing or not pitch all the time. And when he does come in, hope he's productive. Or, you know, you can have Nick Pavetta come in in the event somebody struggles. and be, You know, it's just like what DeAndre Hopkins would have done. Everyone else sort of slides into where they fit. And that's what will happen if Bayo and Paxton continue to be one and two. It's KJ and Don Darrow on WEEI 617-779-7937. Text line 37937 still to come. Uh, would you rather more likely to either or? Uh, it involves the Barbie movie as well, Mark. You got to be Barbie honest. movie. The Barbie movie. But it, well, let's go to Steve in Fall River. Thanks for calling KJ and Don Darrow on your Sunday, Steve. Good to hear from you, brother. I want you I want you old timers to tell me the day after the main Old timers? The Apara trade. I want to know what you people were thinking. I was bewildered. I can't even tell you what I was thinking. I was totally bewildered. I'll tell you what I was trade. thinking. I know. Yeah, I was like, no really? I thought he was supposed to be the. He was supposed to be the face. Yeah. I, I had daydreamed for a long time, Steve, well, about Nomar, Manny, Ortiz in the middle of that lineup, and it never felt like we got to enjoy that. So I was in the moment disappointed. All right, and now we cite it as the big reason. You, everyone laughs when I say they went one game over 500 in that three-month stretch, May, June, July. But that 014 did that, and I think it precipitated that trade. Uh, we had uh, two Cy Young Award winners on the staff, but uh, Kurt Schilling went seven starts without a win. I remember calling my friend, what was this guy, Mike Torres, 1978. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Derek Lowe, terrible. I remember calling the same friend up in the end of August. I said, if they cut this guy right now, I won't shed a tear. And all these guys came up big in the playoffs, which is why I keep saying that they split, that the current Red Sox split this uh, series yesterday on July 22nd means absolutely nothing. They're well, but, in but the Steve, playoff hunt. Right. But let me encapsulate, let me, let, me, let me put context to what I just said. You've alluded to it already. Are we going to get something out of sale? What are we going to get out of Trevor's story? We'll see it all come together in the second half of September. What is Chris Sale doing? What is Bale doing? What is Story doing? How is the team doing? Uh, where are we headed? Can we set up our rotation? Are we, are we trying to play for the last game? We'll know. We'll okay. know on the so Steve, of the but here's the thing. we stand. Thanks for the call. If, call this part of the week's story time. If, <laughs> if. This is this is why he's he's off. Okay, he's he's misguided here because it does matter. I see what you're saying. It's just one of one sixty two. Right, because again, the other part of right. I, I see where you're going. Like, hey, what if what if they what if they start to go into a lapse and you have no and you got no help? Well, they're gonna if they lose tonight and lose two of three to the Mets after losing two of three to the A's and then split say with Atlanta, this then they might sell. Yeah. And that would end the season. They're not going to sell and win the World Series. You don't and do keep that. keep in mind, people so that, forget Seattle's is, in the race, too, right? Seattle's in the same wild card race, 
And now you're getting to July 31st, the day before the trade deadline. So if the Atlanta series looks bad and the San Francisco series looks bad, I don't even think they get through the whole entire San Francisco team uh, series before guys are gone. This is why... This is why it's a big stretch. This is why this is a big deal. The game tonight's a big deal. This week's a big deal. If they don't play well, they're going to sell, and that's going to be the season. If they, if you sell, you don't win the World Series. You don't sell and then go and win the World Series. If they sell, that's it on this season. They have to have a good stretch this week in order to not have that happen. That's why this is a big deal, and that's why, yes, Steve, I know what you're saying is they one of 162 or it's mid-July, but the trade deadline's next week. They're going right. to sell if they lose this week. Right. I, yeah, if we're talking about games in April and May, early May, yeah, you don't panic. You don't do anything. You don't know. But you're getting closer to the end line. It's like, Mark, you've run a marathon. It's like, you know, once you, you, know, once you start counting, coming up to Chestnut Hill in B.C., you have to determine if you're going to push that stretch or you can say, you know what, this is where... This is where I step the, aside. The Red Sox need to be better than I was by the time I got to BC. Well, you finished, street. though. You finished, yeah. but you finished, finished right? With the, uh, my knee on fire. I mean, it was an ugly scene. So, and in other words, a- you're saying comparing to your marathon finish, probably if the Red Sox don't turn it around, they, they're, they're sellers. You, you would be a seller. You, you still finish the season. You finish above 500, but you're a seller. I mean, because that's the other part. If, if, if we're saying that the bad happens this might be your chance to get pitching for the future and start to see what those guys can do knowing that this Chris Sale situation has been come and go. But right? you're, so, the, you're the Boston Red Sox. You should always have options of getting pitching, getting what you need for the future, for now, whatever it is. That's I, I why we're that. all annoyed. Right. I totally get that because this is I've always said this is one of the pillars of baseball, and so one of the pillars of baseball shouldn't be kind of trying things out just to see if it floats. You should be always trying to compete to win a pennant, that's what the team is designed to do, especially since they've won it. The years of being lovable losers and just people coming for the excitement of being at Fenway and singing Sweet Caroline. Now there are people now who really want to win championships because it's happened. So I, I am with you in that regard. It's I feel like there's kind of a settling that it's happened where you're like, okay, if you could just get a little bit here and kind of compete. What I've been saying is kind of like falling into the element of, you know, a bit of disappointment of what you expect from the franchise at this point, what we've seen over the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it comes down to this week. I don't know what else, how else to phrase it. If they don't do it this week, Steve, it's <laughs> over. So they have to find a way. And I, I frankly, the fact that they've lose, they lose two of three to Oakland. And then the first one of the Mets is disappointing, but they bounce back like they have all year. But now it's time to turn it on. That's why we're talking about the team right now. KJ and Dondero, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Still to come, uh, these calls for Bill Belichick to go. I think you're absolutely crazy. D-hop situation. Uh, Plus, we'll also talk about Jalen Brown and the Celtics contract and the words from Paul Pierce about D-Wade. Still plenty to come here on WEEI. Thanks for hanging out. Stein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England's sports original. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KJ and Don Darrow on WEEI. Boston's Sports Original. KJ and Don Darrow, WEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. You know, we Mark, we have to say hello to Justin because when's the last time we worked with Justin? Always a pleasure. Good to have him here. He's a calming influence behind the glass. I, <laughs> I think anything would be calming compared to Mark Dondero, right? Because that's like all energy right there, right? A uh, lot of energy and passion, yeah. Passion Same passion like and energy, that's what we call it. Anger, no well, it's anger. A big, it's a big stretch. No, no anger. I'm going to be angry. I love this game. I love this sport. I, I'm just, don't lose tonight. Then there might be a little anger. That, that, would, right. that, would, that would get me a little ornery. <laughs> you and that word. Gresh used it this week as well. Did he? Whammo! Um, uh, Justin, from the text line, what do you have? This one from the 603. We are sick of hearing that Sam Kennedy BS every year. Don't want to hear about sale. Yeah. I mean, it, they made this bed, and now they have to live in it or sleep in it or whatever. And, right. again, we, we know, we knew a year and a half ago that this wasn't going to be what you hoped it would be in terms of Chris Sale living up to that contract. Now it's just about can you piece together something positive to make it feel worth it. And I think that is still possible. That is still possible. The Red Sox have to do their part. Sale has to do his part and get back on the field. But it could happen. Now and it text. could be a really important piece. Yeah, yeah, I think it really comes down to look. You have to just you have to stay married to that contract. You know, no one's going to step up and take it for you. So you're just going to have to eat it, and you can't sit there and say, "Well, we wish we could do something with them, but we just can't." So you have to cover your you have to cover your assets. So yeah, you're just going to have to find creative ways with Chris Sale here for the next couple of years until it's over, and then once it's over, it'll feel like there's this just kind of freeing. But until then. You know what you got to deal with, and it's a contract before Hein Bloom even got here. So those guys are just going to have to roll with it. All right, one more text. This one from the 201. Sam Kennedy is also for the blame as much as Bloom and O'Halloran. They have been abysmal, and I cannot stomach Kennedy and Bloom. They are out to save money, and the owners won't get fired or sell the team. Well, I mean, if you've got several billion dollars on hand, then make a bid. If not, you know, like that that really kills me, Mark. I'm sorry. I, I just have to be honest with that. Sell the team. You're going to buy? Well, no, find someone who will buy it. You think they'll do anything different? Mm-hmm. You know, th- th- it's still a business. And look, I think, and this is where the, the conversation I've had about Otani has been more of about a business decision, right? Is that if the Red Sox can make themselves an international team, then it becomes much easier to swallow acquisitions, make big purchases, feel that money is no object. That's the other way you get to it because baseball is so subsidized for every Red Sox and Dodgers and Yankees. You've got your Twins, you've got your Pirates and and Nationals and and you know, all these different teams that are just not going to they're going to be with it. Look what I mean, look at Oakland. Look how bad it is. It's now something like wow. It needs more than a coat of paint there. You can see woodworks coming out of there. I mean, you can even see the rust around the railing when you're watching the games on television. That's So you help subsidize that. So until you figure out how there's a better way to have cash flow coming in and be sufficient and be one of these big spending teams, you have to figure out what are the other ways that you can do that, and Otani does present that. I'm just so sick of that conversation. I'm so sick of the spending thing. They're not spending enough, spending money, big money. The teams that have been the best recently 
I mean, what? Where is the raise? Where are the raise in terms of spending? Twenty seventh. Yeah, they don't. Where spend. Where are the Orioles in terms of spending payroll? Twenty. But the other part. Of, okay, but let's look at the raise, right? So the raise don't spend because people don't show up, right? Like if you don't show up then what do we have to really spend for? So they just happen to be one of these situations where we have a really good team and nobody shows up for it. Which is if crazy because you- Buster only said that the Rays could be in on Otani. <laughs> okay. Which is insane. That would be crazy if he went there. Yeah, I, I would love to see it, honestly. I, I just, look, again, not to just beat this horse, but I, ju- I we keep coming back to it. You talk about the spending. Okay, what has Xander Bogarts done for the Padres? Yeah, that well, that's a desperation what, situation. What is, right there. I mean, Mookie Betts, great player, and they're consistently in it. I'll give you that. But have they really been in the World Series every? I mean, the one they won with Betts was it was a COVID year. Okay, I just it keep counts. going back to it. I keep going back to it. KJ, the Houston Astros won the World Series last year. They've lost Carlos Correa. They've lost George Springer. They won the World Series again. The The Nationals won the World Series after Bryce Harper walked away. The Braves won the World Series when they lost Ronald Acuna in the middle of the year. These are the best players in the game leaving, and those teams are winning. So yeah, it's but, not but just the, about but, spending on these but, Like I'm sick the, of Otani. I don't want to hear about Otani. Yeah, you love him when he's here. But look, when you're in the American League East, you're dealing with just absolute beasts. Now the Yankees have fallen off. Toronto has beast, it. the 27th and 29th ranked payrolls in baseball. Kicking your ass. Beasts. But, but playing teams that, think Kicking about it. your. Miami, Miami doesn't spend a lot of money. You, know, you, you see what I'm saying? Like Philly, yeah, they spend money. The Braves, they spend right. Okay? They have, they've had a great farm system over the years bringing guys up. Look, the they Red Sox. Keep, right. That's right. So they I spend want the right. Red Sox to spend right. Not just spend, spend right. That's what I'm annoyed with. That's what these other teams are doing. The Orioles, for crying out loud, they caught. I mean, the Rays had what was it? A historic start to the season. They were setting records. The freaking Orioles, 29th in the league payroll. They caught them. Right. Now they're in first place. How would, right. how does that happen? Well, that happens from being in last place a long time and building a great farm system. And see, that's the other so part. So now right? they've got the great farm system, and we're yelling because High and Bloom is trying to build a great farm system, but everyone wants them to but, spend. But those guys haven't been panning out. Like, you know, like Dahlback, has that been a success? Jeter Downs, was that a success? No, no. Franchi Cordero, those, was that a success? Guys? Are those Bloom guys? I don't remember. Yeah, those are Bloom guys. Okay. These are all guys that showed up, you know, because of the because of the Mookie trade. That's how you get Jeter Downs. That's how Franchi Cordero gets into the system. Dahlback has been here. And he was a prospect. Now you're thinking like, okay, he's probably trade bait. So the, the again, reason I'm upset about the Red Sox, there should Mayor's never be, probably two years away. There should never be black holes. I'm not upset that they don't go out and sign every all star, big market Red Sox should be signing every big name that comes on the market. That's not why I'm upset. I just don't want a black hole at first base. <laughs> Where you don't even have a major league caliber type of player playing there, and I think That's Cassis has answered. But Cassis has answered that. Yes, I believe he has at this now. point, he has and, now, especially in his right. last twenty-seven games, he's batting. He's on fire, right? But he's what he's provided here over the last month and a half is more than what you were getting for the last couple of years. Outside of when Dawback was the call up, and you're like, "Hey, this could be the future," and it turns out he wasn't. That was what three years ago. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven seven ninety three seven text line. Your passion is rubbing off on me, Mark. 7937-37937 text line. All right, let's play. Would you rather more likely to either or? Hit it, Justin. 
think Marcus played this yet. Maybe, maybe not. With you, 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 rather more <laughs> like the two. Jack's so clueless. Either or, I ask of you. Wow. With you, 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 rather more like the two. Either or, I ask of you. All right, three questions. Would you rather more likely to happen an either or? They can be in anything, sports, life. Here we go. Would you rather the Celtics do a sign and trade with Jalen Brown or keep him and be ready to pay him sixty million a year? Mark, keep him and pay him, and we're riding with Jalen Brown. I want Jalen Brown here. I want Jalen Brown engaged. I'm investing in Jalen Brown. I want him to stick around. I want what's best for Jalen Brown because what's best for Jalen Brown may ultimately be best for the Celtics. I wonder if there's someone who's willing to overspend for Jalen Brown and offer up. Pieces in return that address other things. Let's say Atlanta says, you know, we're not really thrilled with Trey Young as we thought we might be. If there's Jalen for Trey Young and other pieces, maybe Bogdanovich. Then if you're the Celtics, you might say, hey, do the sign and trade because if we can get a scoring point guard and another shooter off of the bench or another shooter at the two guard, then maybe you get that separation. I think you ultimately are going to have to address between Brown and Tatum in that middle of that that two three hybrid hybrid that those both of those guys tend to play, so I would consider a signing trade with Jalen Brown if Jalen Brown would agree to the trade and feel like he could be a leader of that team. All right, Justin, Hold on, one, just real yeah. quick, do you think though the only thing about when I think of the Jalen Brown experience here in Boston would the Celtics have won a championship by now if they did not draft Jalen Brown and traded that pick for Jimmy Butler back in the day? You have Butler, then you enter Tatum, and I don't know where that would have gone. I mean, that's a good argument because Jimmy Butler has shown himself to be able to be the solidifying piece on a team to get you to that spot. If I, I know Philadelphia wishes they still had Jimmy Butler. They wouldn't be going through the hicks they had. But I still say you would have to take Jalen Brown only because there's still so much more, and yet so much has happened. So I would stay the way I stayed. I don't think I could look back in a rearview mirror and say I would have had Jimmy Butler than than Jalen because Jimmy Butler still could have left. All right, so next. He might not have been as good with. I mean, he was. He's been good in Miami as the number one. Right. Okay. Sorry. Go. Also hilarious that they chose Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. That but number two, yeah. more likely to happen if the Patriots finish with another record this season. Are they more likely to draft another quarterback or start phasing out Bill Belichick? If the Patriots finish with another with another losing, losing, record, losing record this season. Are they more likely to draft another quarterback or start phasing out Belichick? I think it's a quarterback. And the reason why I say that is because if Mac, that means that Mac Jones didn't perform well, right? And so now you're going into year four with Mac Jones and you're probably telling him there's not going to be a fifth year. So you probably need to go ahead and draft that future quarterback just because you know that you're possibly moving on from Mac Jones. Without getting too much into our uh, Patriots. Discussion, yeah. 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 The, the answer is they're they're more likely, likely to draft a quarterback, um, but that's not what they should do, and we can get into that in a bit. All right, last one, Justin. All right, either or your significant other gives you a choice, and you have to do it. Either Uh-oh. do dances on TikTok every day for a week or go to the movie theater dressed in pink as you go see the Barbie movie, and you have to post a selfie. <sighs> you just have to do it? Do I get a reward? Is there something on the line? I mean, it's your significant other. 
So clearly, I mean, you do it, they may do it too. I, I would just go to the Barbie movie <laughs> dressed in pink and have it be a one and done situation. Yeah, that's yeah, what I would do. I, I don't yeah, I'm with you as well. Every yeah, day. And then I got to yeah. think of what I'm doing. It, it yeah. takes time. I'm not doing that. I think it means you have a bad spouse if they want you to do these seductive dances on TikTok every day of the week. You're like, really? What's oh, seductive marriage? dances? Yeah. I mean, is that going to get her in the mood? That could change the game if I t- if I knew. There's no way that gets her in the mood. I'm going to the Barbie. Yeah, movie. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, the Barbie movie because it's like, hey, this is what they want to do. This is what they want to see. You've now put yourself in character. Hell, my name is Ken. So imagine a a big black Barbie Ken. Wait, are you Ken? <laughs> is that KJ Ken? Ken is KJ. Yes, oh, my name is Ken. Look at this. Yeah, so a yeah, big I black would, Barbie at, Ken. In Ken, <laughs> right? Exactly. Now I would probably be scooping up all the Barbies in the movie. Be like, that Ken doll is a little different than the others. Hey, so baby, yeah, Ken's here. <laughs> <laughs> turn your head to swear, damn it, <laughs> not that Ken. So that is, would you rather more likely to either or here on KJ get, and Dunn? We got to make that a regular occurrence here. Yeah, yeah it's, it's something funny. you like. It's funny. You, yeah, you hate the fun. bits when they start, and then when they're over, you're like, this is great. I didn't hate anything when it started. <laughs> He had a big smile on his face. He was ready to go. Yeah, you're looking a bit. She's in halfway. All right, the second hour of KJ and Dondero next here on WEEI. Good Sunday to you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.